Broke You, the podcast is brought to you by DrawYourPicture.com, where you can get just about anything drawn for pretty darn cheap. GoDaddy.com, where you can use the code PODNAME121 to save money on your next domain name. And me. Hey, this is Santa Claus, and you're listening to Broke You. Ho, ho, ho. Broke You. Hey, how you doing out there, podcast people? This is Broke You, the podcast. Episode 14, brought to you the week of December 13th. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like not even <laughs> any of that is correct. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, it's December 20th, 2010. I'm your host. My name is James, and John is here. How you doing, John? Hey, I'm good. That's my fault that you read that wrong because I usually update that and I didn't do yeah, it. Yeah, what's sorry. the deal, John? Dad gum ya. And it's the 15th. Uh, it's it's f- show 15. Just yeah, FY 15. for your butt. FYB. Remember last week you tried to introduce that show as episode 15. Uh, I just can't can't get it so, right. But anyway, thank you so much so for joining us. This. Thank you, John, for being back in the show. Um, we always start off with a little bit of music, so let's let's just jump right into it. John has introduced me to my new favorite music. It's called 8-Bit Jesus by Dr. Octorock. And this is uh, Joy to Commando. Little Christmas music for you. Awesome, man. And uh, there's a lot of Christmas yeah. music out there. Um, it's uh, you Look up 8-Bit Jesus in YouTube. You can't miss it. It's all classic stuff. I love the way he mixes in. Let me read off some of the titles. Uh, let's see. The... We the, Three Konomi. Yeah. The Deck the Kremlin. The Legend of Noel. Little, yep. Little Drummer Nemo. Man, I used to play that game. I love that game. I can't believe I didn't mention it the other night. And uh, Silent Nightman, Ryu the Red-Nosed Ninja, <laughs> Super Jingle Brothers. So uh, that might need to be played right now. Let's do it. Super Jingle. Isn't that nice? It's so good. Cool. actually hacks in to the original game ROM, the, the music ROM, oh. and pulls the audio from that, and then he turns it into music. That's awesome. You can hear that bass in there, too, man. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Sorry, but your princess is in another, your presents are in another <laughs> castle. That's good. <laughs> I hate Christmas in Mushroom Kingdom. Uh, so anyway, welcome to the show, everybody. It's Christmas, if you can't tell. At least, uh, <laughs> oh, 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 it's five days till Christmas. And uh, so we're going to do a little Christmas show because next week we're, I'm going to be gone and John's going to be gone. Um, actually mm-hmm. I'm going to be driving up to South Carolina or some, some such Carolina. I'm not sure which one. Really? Yeah. My sister lives be up, up that there. direction myself. No way. Dude. Well, I'm going to go to North Georgia, but it's close to South Carolina. Yeah, it is. And North Carolina. So South Carolina <laughs> kind of is scrunched over in the space that yeah. should belong to Georgia. <laughs> yeah. If you look at it on a map, it's like it, it used to be on top and it slid down behind the couch. And Georgia got scratched over a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, so that's where we're going to be. So you get you get a half show today and no show next week. So there you go. Welcome. Sorry. Welcome to the love. Love it. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, geek Christmases past today. Talking about some of the geekiest presents that we've ever gotten or given. I know we said we were going to be talking about something else, but you know what? The heck with that. It's Christmas. We're going to get in the Christmas spirit. But first, I want to tell you something that happened yes. to me this week. Um, I was uh, I was driving, and 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 this happens in Florida, in in Saint Petersburg. <laughs> driving, yeah, it does. It happens. <laughs> you find yourself driving randomly. But we uh, we were. It's usually nice and warm down here. You know, seventies in the winter. Right. Uh, you know, we have our Christmas parties outdoors and stuff on beaches. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And, uh, but then the, the cold came, we had a little cold front and naturally cold. It got down, I want to say under 60 and people were freaking out. People were absolutely freaking out. Kids at, at daycare weren't even taking, I mean, the teachers weren't even taking kids outside under 60 degrees. I was like, dude, if, <laughs> if, if you didn't take kids outside in Kansas city under 60, you'd go outside like two months out of the year and that'd be it. <laughs> but these people are wearing full on snuggies outdoors, you know, tucked into to overalls. I mean, stocking hats and, and mittens and gloves. This poor old lady had a full on doctor who's scarf, you know, down dragging <laughs> on the ground wrapped around her. Head. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was ridiculous. <laughs> But uh, all that to say that um, when it got down to 30-something, that's when I threw in a coat, okay? And it was only 30 Ooh. for, like, the morning. And I only threw on a little jacket. You know, I'm still in the layering mode, so I don't even need a jacket most of the time. But I'd put one still on. Still in shorts. But jackets are kind of like headphones. Have you ever put on headphones to listen to something? And then you get busy and you realize three hours later you still got your headphones on and your ears are dying? I don't know if maybe it's just me, but I do that a lot because I'm mixing audio and I leave my headphones on and, and yeah, I'm like, what the heck? Well, I'd done that with my coat. I got in the car, you know, and I realized all of a sudden I'm, I'm freaking hotter than Hades. It's terrible, (laughs) but I'm driving and I'm in a turning lane. So I'm like, okay, I can do this. So I go to start 
moving and maneuvering. I'm going to do, I got this plan where I'm going to take one hand out, put it on the wheel, take the other hand out. Long story short, my first hand got stuck. And so without even thinking, my other hand, who is a good friend of the other hand, came back to help. And they both got stuck back there, stupid hands. No way. And I... <laughs> it sounds like a scene from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. It was, oh, is that when that happened? I knew... See, I knew I'd seen that somewhere in some movie, and that's what came to my mind as my car starts drifting into traffic. <laughs> I'm like, I wanted to stop and pause for a second and think of the movie and have my little inner geek reference... But I was like, if I take the time to realize how hilarious this is, I will die laughing, literally. (laughs) I need to really pay attention to business. And you know how your mind kind of thinks through things a million miles a second. So all this is going on, you Mm -hmm. know, in just a millisecond. Well, I don't even know how I did. I finally, I think I jumped up and down on my butt. You know how you can flex your muscles and jump. Um, Maybe I'm the only (laughs) one that can do that too. Yes. But uh, anyway, so I, I finally got my hand free and was able to save myself before I sideswiped 30 cars uh, in holiday traffic. So, but yeah, that's mm. that, that, that moment there where my hands were stuck and I was, my geek mind took over. What was this from? This is stinking hilarious. This is awesome. And then <laughs> this, and then this, like uh, this one. yeah, but this other part of my brain's going, you're going to die. You know what? You need to kind of focus. <laughs> focus just a little bit so we can live to talk about that. Panic. Yeah. So it was uh it was that hot though. I mean it went from nothing to nine hundred degrees. You know, the clouds broke and Florida came back and I was like, yeah. Why am I wearing a leather coat for the love? I, it was <laughs> worth risking my life to be cool again. So I'm cool. So yeah, I I basically tied my hands behind my back. While driving, <clears throat> all that to say, that's um, that's dangerous. It is, James. You uh, you probably shouldn't do that. I'm not planning you might, on it. You might want to avoid that. Well, I what happened to me was totally not as cool as that. I'm I'm going through. I'm re- I'm kind of the lead for. I'm a facility manager at the office, so I'm in charge of everything mm. that relates to the Philzy. So we're we're renovating our building. While everybody's in it, so that's fun task in of itself. So one of the things that we're doing is throwing away a bunch of junk, and so I get the job of finding all these boxes and stuff that have been stashed in the building for the last six years, and just full of all sorts of stuff. But I found a stash of something that I almost didn't recognize, and I totally forgot that we even used them. <laughs> floppy disks. Oh, wow. I'm not talking about the five and a quarter. I'm talking about the three and a half inch floppy disks. <laughs> And they just, I was like, I can't believe I actually stored data on these and carried <laughs> know, them to another crazy? computer. Now, now, wait, are you talking about the what? hard disk or the the literal floppy big old honkers? The the hard disk, the three okay. and a half inch. Okay. I believe it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Was, but they um, have a, a meg and a meg, 1.2 meg or something like that. 1.44. Yes, thank you. I was close. Yes. Ugh. Well, that's that's the number that's usually imprinted on them. I um, I also found a super disc the other day. I have one of those right here. Those Let me pull it. Talked about. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. A, it, it was called lovingly a zip disc, and uh, they had a hundred oh, zip disc. Yeah, hundred megabytes on them. Okay. Yeah, they look just. Yeah, they were the same size. Drive for that. Big thick, 
big thick discs. These were big stuff though, man. When these things came oh, out, because CD-ROMs were were out, but they were so expensive, you, nobody mm-hmm. was affording them. And and to store stuff, this was it, man. You could put a hundred, or you know, not a hundred, but let's pretend they were a mega a disc, a hundred disc worth on one of these jokers. That was huge. Yeah. Except you had to have an external drive. I still have mine, by the way. I still have the drive for this Joker. An iOmega. Yes. Yes. iOmega. Yeah. iOmega made the uh, Zip disc, and then the Jazz disc, which was a little bit bigger. Yep. And then they made something else. I can't remember. It was actually a tape drive, (laughs) and um, they were kind of that was kind of their big money things. That's awesome. Was it a part? Can't remember, but yeah. The, so I found all these discs, and I had a lot of fun throwing them into the shredder, because you never know what's on a disc. Like you know, one of our competitors God, might get a floppy. All disc. those bytes of of files. <laughs> get our old proposals in Word ninety five or what? <laughs> in in Word Perfect. The DOS version. <laughs> Perfect, yes. <laughs> uh, so oh, that Lord. was a lot of fun. It's hilarious. Uh. Go. Yeah, oh. that, was, that was my geekiness for the week. No, hey, I've used these. That's stellar. I remember back in the old days in the five and a quarter drive. I'll tell you, you used to have to, to, to reboot like Windows. You had to use like seven of them and create a startup disk set. You yeah. remember that mess? Uh, yeah. Because it wouldn't yep. boot off your CD-ROM if you even had one. Uh, you had to have the disc. And, you, and there was a – in Windows, I think it was 95, there was a special um, – uh, I don't remember where it was, but you could create start discs, startup discs. Yep, yep. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and you just I, – I used to do that. And I'd have – I remember there was this phase though where Windows – I think 98 still did it too – where my hardware was was behind or my OS but but then you know my media hadn't quite caught up yet and uh and I was scrounging around the house looking for A drive disks it's like mad finding these old ones. <laughs> things scrawled on them one of them was doom wads now doom wads <laughs> yes yeah may not mean anything to anybody but maps were called wads back in the day for doom yep. and yep. uh me and my brother jonathan used to trade doom wads back and forth we'd mail them to each <laughs> other on discs because we didn't have Did a email simpsons one no yeah, yeah we'd make our own we'd make our own oh, cool somebody and, made a simpsons one that i was trying to load one i never got it to load right but that's hilarious anyways yeah those wad files oh man i was gonna make an entire conversion uh, with Jurassic Park, I had turned, I had turned the 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 demons that threw the fire at you, you know, the the brown guys. I turned uh-huh. them into spitters, and uh, I was gonna turn the big <laughs> yes. Keiko, the Keiko demon or whatever his name was into a Tyrannosaurus Rex, and I was gonna animate every single frame and this, that, and the other. No, it didn't happen. Doom Two came mm. out and ruined everything. Uh, <laughs> yes, and then Quake. Just about the time. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, speaking of Quake, um, today I, I've got a new project that I'm working on. It's called uh, It's called You're Mocking Me, Aren't You? dot com, and uh, it's a tribute fan site for Buzz Lightyear. Basically, one of my favorite lines in the movie 
you're mocking me, aren't you? And uh, so what I'm trying to do is every day I'm trying to post uh, one original piece of artwork uh, to, 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 for buzz basically. So, um, I've been consistent in that for the last 10 days, I would like to say. So awesome. congratulations to me. And I've actually put it got on iTunes. Huh? <laughs> it's not a now podcast. You can put it on iTunes. <laughs> no, I was just being a jerk. <laughs> but, Sorry. But it is a, uh, it's a, it's a legitimate blog. I don't know that I've ever just sat and done a real blog before. And, uh, so, you know, some of it's new and current stuff. Some of it is stuff that I've done over the past 10 years or so. And uh, so I'd love for you to go and check that out. You're mocking me, aren't you?com. Today's entry happens to be Quake Buzz from 1997. And I found it, of all things, dude, off of an old tripod site that I had in 1999. No way. I, I, no way. Yes. I found this website by searching not Google, because Google's all about connections. And this is in the deep web, quote unquote. I had to go to Yahoo and find this website. And um, you can go to it. <laughs> it's blackandwhitetv.tripod.com, I believe. Um, the tripod's since been bought out wow. by Lycos. You remember those guys, Search Engine? Um, yep. But the website's still up there. Now, they've butchered the mess out of it. There's ads that load. There's pop-up windows. So I don't really suggest that you go there. Um, but uh, this was something I did in college, and I was really into Quake and skinning um, the mo- the player models. And, uh, and so anyway, mm-hmm. long story short, Quake Buzz is, is the one that I've got up right now. It was the first one I ever did. I don't even know that I would say it's finished. But I'd love for you to go check out that and all of the pieces of artwork that I'm doing daily at yourmockingmearen'tyou.com. And I'll link that in the show notes at Brokia, of course. My favorite so far yeah? is Buzz 8. Okay. That is see. just too cool. Oh, my collage. Yeah. My collage. I got on yeah. Google Images and I just looked up as many images as I could and collaborated them all together. And uh, so, yeah, you'll notice his shoulders are globes. His eyes look cartoony, but those are bowls. Mm-hmm. They're actual the bottoms of bowls, white bowls that I found. Oh, yeah, that's and, cool. And those eyebrows, David Tennant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's got amazing eyebrows, and so I used him for Buzz. Yes, he does. And that chin, that double chin on him, that's a baby, a fat baby. No way. Yes. <laughs> There's a baby. That's a perfect little cleft in there. I know. I, that mouth is <laughs> That is funny. Dude, I can see it a little baby's now. <laughs> yeah. So that yeah. It's just too cool, man. And the the globe was a fish. What is the purple fish, thing though? A fishbowl. The purple the, the helmet okay. part is um is just cloth that I found and I just cut it to shape. Okay. Okay. It's a cloth. Like, is that a couch or what? But yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I could have that's used my the favorite. So I mean, they're all awesome, but and, uh, everything is you know uh, is something that I found on on the on the web. A uh, little Asian girl's and nose. And you're gonna um the soap for the buttons. Asian girl's nose. Yeah, but I'm gonna try to do one a day. Uh, and and we and are you taking submissions? I am. Like if somebody emails you something. Okay. Yeah, if, if thank you Very for mentioning cool. that. If you'd like to participate, what I'd love for you to do is send me an email, um, James at nlcast.com, and you can do your own original Buzz Lightyear. Make sure it is original. Don't just copy something off the web. But somebody's already sent one in, and it's they actually replaced Mario 
a screenshot of Mario Brothers with Buzz Lightyear, and it's really cool. They pixelized it and uh, did it. Nice. You can tell it's not just something they resized and and all that. They they actually pixel by pixel created uh, a little Buzz Lightyear character. You know, so that's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be very cool. I'm I'm pretty excited about it. I'm going to ask um, some of my favorite artists to contribute as well. I, I'm going to ask very. Scott Johnson. I'm going to ask uh, Ethan Nicole. Uh, the artist of Axe Cop, I actually sent him an email today requesting it. So we shall see. We Did shall he see. blow you off? Rush you off? Rush uh, you, no, uh, no, I haven't heard. I haven't heard back yet. It, I just <laughs> sent it today. So don't say that. <laughs> don't jinx it. <laughs> I won't. But, uh, worry. but if you don't check out He's any of them. He's signing autographs right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. If, if you don't check out any of them, check out Wednesdays. Wednesdays is going to be stellar. So check it out. I'm very excited about that one, the one that's going up for Wednesday of this week. All right. Uh, we're sponsored today by Guy's Perspective, a, uh, a wonderful podcast, a bunch of good guys in touch with their inner bad boy. They're delivering straight talk and insightful commentary on relationships and everyday life. If you're looking to understand the male point of view, you've come to the right place. Check out the podcast on iTunes and Zoom. The website, theguysperspective.com. Thank you for your support. Check out that podcast today all right let's get into our main topic geek christmases past um yes I, i'm just going to start by saying one of the geekiest gifts i ever got in my whole life um was a little keyboard um it, it was a casio it was light blue and it played a I don't know. My sister got a pink one. I got a blue one. And dude, we played with those things forever. And they had little beats and little, uh, it didn't even have real drums, but now you can actually download this keyboard on your iPod as a, oh, no way. yeah, yeah. And, um, it, it, the only thing I can say is that it was a few years ago. I was listening to the radio and the da, da, da song came on. You know what I'm talking about? Um, yeah. Do, ding, ding, yeah. Ding, ding. Well, they got that beat off of my keyboard, off this keyboard that I owned. Yes. And uh, that was the pop sound. Yeah, it went... Yes, that is very cool. And uh, so we, That's recent, isn't it? Um, within the last five years or so, I guess. It was on a like a Volkswagen wow. commercial, I think, back in the day. Okay. Do, so, do, do. Uh-huh, that is a cool uh-huh. one. I, I had a little Casio keyboard that my dad got me um, for Christmas one year, and it had a little, um, like a little ROM thing that you could stick it in. It would play different music, and it, you could sample your voice in it. Oh, so, cool! Like you could talk into the to the keyboard, and you you had something like this too, didn't you? No, my friend At did. One point, I had a friend that had one. It was probably you. Probably yeah, because I remember you were doing all sorts of cool. I like stuff to play, burp I didn't into it. Play anything. Yeah, it had Christmas songs on it too. It had like jingle bells, and you could replace like the keyboard part with whatever you sampled. And so, yeah, we would play jingle bells with burps and parts. (laughs) (laughs) It was awesome. (laughs) Yeah, these kids today with their iPods that that have you you can download things called a, a fart keyboard or a cat keyboard. It's like, dude, we had that back in the eighties. Yeah, we could, you could, yeah, you could sample, you could sample anything and and play it. And I remember those became really big after Ferris Bueller, um, 
was sampling stuff and and then you know brruh, 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 you remember i don't know if you remember that part <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah he does that as in the comes off like he's really sick um one year and and some of these things cross the line i gotta say you know because what is the word geek other than a fancy way of saying dorky you know, sometimes or, or <laughs> yeah. just dumb. Back then, it was dorky. Yeah. So here, here's one of my. And I'd love to say that I was frightened of this gift, that it freaked me out. But when I got it, I never asked for it. It was just a surprise gift. But when I unwrapped this thing and held it in my arms, this three foot long ventriloquist dummy that I got from the Sears Wish Book <laughs> catalog. Remember no the way. Wish Book? Um, yeah. I played with that thing. For years, for years, and I tried and tried and tried to throw my voice. Um, you know, I I played with it even when the stinking um, rubber band broke inside. I took the homeboy's head apart, and uh, <laughs> he was so weird though. He was the typical ventriloquist dummy. He was white dude, you know, plastic hair. His eyes permanently mm-hmm. looking to the right. You know, oh. the new, you know, the, the real ones, their eyes kind of shift left and right all freaky like. Yeah. This one always looked to the right unless I was sleeping. And then it, they would crawl over and look at me until, Ooh, I, until I looked at freaky. it. And they would they'd go back to the right again. I'm kidding. Uh, but he wore. This thing's scary. <laughs> they were. He was scary. But I loved him. I absolutely loved him. And I would talk name? to him. I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I used him. Good. I would take him to church and use him in children's church, man, and make him talk to people. And hello, my name is is Billy. You know, hey Billy, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I don't move around when I talk, and, and <laughs> it was so so <laughs> dumb. But um, I even learned that if if you took the rubber band off the bottom that that held you know the handheld trigger to the bottom of his inside mm-hmm. of his butt, um. Because it was a big <laughs> hole in his back, uh, and he did have a hiney. It was really disturbing. But you could make him Ooh. pop his head up a little bit, <laughs> and so I would practice this shocked, you know, move. Like I would, I would pretend like I'd say something witty. I was so young, I couldn't think of anything witty to say. But I'd be like, I just said something shocking, Ring! and he would sprung his head up and turn toward me. And I even practiced spinning his head around, like. Whoa, but I never could get it to feel like it wasn't me letting go and then grabbing on it, spinning it again, you know? So yeah, the ventriloquist <laughs> dummy with the red suspenders was definitely wow. treading the waters between geeky and just stupid. So, that's, that's pretty interesting. I loved it. Um, I got, when I was young, I got an electronics kit from Radio oh, Shack for I Christmas. I had a, it, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. It, had, it had like a circuit board, except yes. it was cardboard, and there's little springs, and you would flip the spring back and stick wires in between yes. the springs, and there's diodes and all that. Batteries? My batteries, you put batteries, it had a light sensor and um, LEDs and stuff and a little alarm thing. I, I would always have to follow the instructions, but um, <laughs> my cousin, I had a cousin who's like a genius, and he would look at it and say, okay, well, we can put this here and this here and that there, and then we'll have a radio oh, or wow. something crazy. So, <laughs> and, and I was like, how do you know that? And he was the same age as me, and I was always jealous of him. He was the same guy that could – you know, we would sit hours on his, his uh, 
Tandy Coco 3000, which is a color computer, by the way. Wow. And type in code all day long to, to get this, uh, you know, 8-bit video game kind of thing. <laughs> yep, yep, been but there. A little electronics kit. And that was um that was something. That was a, I think that was a good gift. That probably ranks up with the chemistry set. The Thomas, I, I believe they were called the Thomas Salter Electronics Kit. And they came, right? mine came with an audio cassette that you could play and it would talk to you about the wonderful world of electronics. And some British guy would, would talk. <laughs> yeah, I, I had one of those and I, I, I connected it to from the book to be a lie detector. And what you did is you held two wires between your fingers and you were supposed to be able to ask <laughs> questions and you would listen through a little head you know, speaker and if they lied, the sound was supposed to go up higher. You know, like, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And um, I found out as a bigger brother that if you squeezed the two wires with your fingers, the sound would rise and you could micromanage the tone. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so I would get my sisters on it and I would tell them something ridiculous like, you know, you're adopted, right? <laughs> I'm willing to take a lie detector test to prove that I'm right. And so I would hold oh, it in no. my hand <laughs> and they would ask me questions. And then, the are you my sister? Yes, you are. <laughs> You're messed I'm up, not man. even kidding, dude. <laughs> oh, yes. Nice. It was such a big, big brother. lie. Speaking of wires and, and stuff, do you ever, rem- I don't even know if they still make these erector sets. Do you remember those? They were like metal, yes. metal sheets metal. with holes in them, and it, it, basically the last time I saw anything like this as an adult was when I put in a garage door opener and used that L bar, you know, with the holes in. Yes, it. but uh, yeah, you had wi- you had wires and nuts and and wheels and and, uh, and 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 pulleys and all this stuff, and dude, you could make all kinds of junk. And um, yeah, you had a. Totally I think, put those. They do make them still, but okay. they're not as they're not as awesome as they were. I mean, you had these tiny little computer screws. You know, that's the only th- screws I can compare them yes. to. Teensy little computer screws with little nuts, and you had to get them all on there. And you had this crappy little, little wrench. wrench. That you'd always lose. Yeah, that was like a, yep. a half a millimeter thick. And uh, man, but I made robots and stuff that spun and all kinds of junk. I loved the Erector set go very cool stuff well i had something similar to that have you ever heard of capsella no there's a little thing a little thing called capsella and it was i don't even know how to explain it um it was uh little plastic things that you they were little kind of globe looking things but they had little nibs on you know each pole so to speak and hemisphere of this little globe, and you could connect them together, and they had um, little floats, little motors. Some of them had little gears through them, so that you could kind of they connect. Were, they were spheres little- with with nubs coming out, right? Yes, and they could yes. connect together. Yes, I do remember those. The rich kids had those. No way. <laughs> you were a rich kid. Okay. I, I I I don't think so. That was the mid to late eighties, maybe- though. That was that was uh, that was us growing up. I remember those capsilla, and you connected them together Caps, and capsilla, capsilla, whatever it was. They would they would connect together and stuff would connect and move, 
It's hard to describe. You're yeah. right. Had a little, had a little, um, like a motor that you, one of the cells was like a motor and you could hook batteries up into it and it had floats. And what I used to do with mine a lot is I would make, um, a boat because it would float above the water, you know, the motor part. And then you could make it so part of it went down into the water and it mm. came with a little propeller and it was awesome. I loved it. I went in my neighbor's pool and would just mess with that thing and it was a lot of fun, but I, they don't make that stuff anymore. No. I mean, that was one of the, that's one of those things that's disappeared. Yeah, I think um, you're right. I think you can probably find some of the maybe like at eBay or something, but it was pretty pretty cool stuff. Yeah, there's not a lot of toys like that. It's it's in the science section, you know, and things like that, and and that's not really a big toy item anymore. Um, somebody asked me um, in the chat room, uh, Mini James. That's a great username. Did you ever have creepy crawlers? And the answer to that is no. Um, two reasons. One, I was too old. Two, my mom probably thought it was demonic. And uh, even, though I, <laughs> even though I saw it for what it really was, weren't, weren't they the ones that you could cook and then eat them? I don't know. I, it, it, what, they, what that really was was um, an attempt for the Easy Bake Oven to make cooking fun for boys. Kind of like yeah, kind of like Axe. Axe, their goal yeah. <laughs> is to make all of us use women's soap. So, body wash. Yeah. Wait, wait. I thought it was so that we could get get chicks. Nope. That's how they market it. Dang. It's just a big trick. Uh, speaking of big tricks, um, <laughs> Radio Shack. You're talking about things that have gone by the wayside. Radio Shack used to be a main source of electronics and toys. When yes. I was a kid, what about you? Yeah, I definitely. Mean, I mean, we would we would go by the Radio Shack at the mall and just kind of yeah. If you were going to get a remote control, anything, that's where you went. You know, yep the 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 little robots that would bring you a soda, you know, or vacuum. I don't know that they had vacuums, but any of the any of the cool stuff. I mean, the the computers. I remember that's where you'd go to buy computers and all kinds of crud. Um, but anyway, yep. my mom, and, and again, I never got anything I asked for ever, but every year mom would sit us down and say, okay, here's the Sears wish book. I want you guys to circle all the stuff <laughs> you want. And I would pretty much just go through to the boys section and circle all the star Wars crap. Never got any of it by the way. And we'll talk about more of that later. But one thing every now and then she would strike gold and I got a Radio Shack robot arm. I, I think it was called oh, Ar cool. Armatron or something. And it was, the, you can see this almost now that there's a Darth Vader out over on ThinkGeek, I think. It's a Darth Vader arm that looks pretty similar to what I was doing, but it had a, it had a shoulder, it had an elbow, it had a rotating pincer, and it had a timer and, and you could pick up things and, and manipulate objects. And dude, I played with that thing for hours and hours and hours and hours. You could pick up pencils and you could move stuff. And I used to pretend like I had to get radioisotope moved, you know, from the reactor in a few seconds or we're going to die. And oh my goodness, it was awesome. I loved it. Armatron. Armatron. Look at that. That. Yeah, I'm, I found it on on Google here. Did I have the name? I remember right? wanting that. Yeah, Armatron. That's yeah. exactly it. A little orange pincer. Yeah, and two two joysticks, and and it uh, has an energy level bar on yes, it. Yes, yes, that's came it. Came with some stuff that you could pick up. Yep. Dude, that is cool. 
I wanted that when I was a kid. Never got it. I, I asked for that for Christmas one year, and instead I got the um, – remember the, the – it was a radio-controlled robot. Except really just the base of this robot was radio controlled. The, the top of the robot was a was, it came from Radio Shack too. It was inflatable. Yes. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> it's awesome. like, oh so awesome. <laughs> I didn't get the robot arm and I was always trying to think maybe if I get a friend that has the robot arm. Uh oh. Robot. I took that thing apart probably two weeks after I got it and messed it up for good. It's awesome. I was always taking my tools apart. Oh man. I my my goal as a child was to create a robot. That was what I wanted to do. Yes. I, I thought if I had two of those armatrons, that would be a really good start. <laughs> Speaking of robots, I have to mention this because I got this for Christmas one year, and it was the most awesome gift that I ever got. Um, it was – do you remember the Omnibot? No. O-M-N-I-B-O-T. You All can right. probably still find it at Wikipedia. Um, I don't remember who made it. it yes, was not I the do. Omnibot this is the one I was thinking of when I was talking about stuff at Radio Shack or whatever by Tomy. Yeah, he had a dome head. Tomy, Yes. And this was the one that yeah had a tray and he could bring you sodas yeah, and you could you could actually put a cassette in his chest Ooh. and drive him around and and program it on that cassette and and he would you know bring him back to his home base and he would ride around the house. I still have this Omnibot. <gasps> oh. It's packed up in a box. The battery doesn't work anymore, but it's in, all in the original packaging. I love this thing. That's awesome. I mean, I would I would get the windex out and i and i polished you know his little glass plastic dome he has on his head john um you're not you know if you if you keep polishing that dome you'll go blind i'm just letting you know (laughs) (laughs) sorry what are you doing in there little johnny i'm polishing my dome oh god (laughs) i don't even know what that means doesn't oh i don't know what it means either <laughs> but i got it for christmas <laughs> and um i was really happy i had it cool oh man it was it was the coolest thing though and um it i i don't know they had they had a whole line of those toys that kind of came out they had a smaller one that was a talk bot or something like that where you could talk to it and it would try to do what you said and but um my dad bought that for me and that was that was awesome uh, all right, no. I'm going to cheat. Yeah. I'm going to do like three in a row here. Um, back in the day, it, the biggest – one year, the biggest toy out was called the Snoopy Playmate. That sounds perverse now, but <laughs> – Snoopy Playmate. Especially after you just got through talking about inflatable robots, you know. <laughs> You're the one talking about polishing your dome. Wait, no, that was me. <laughs> I hate myself. But seriously, Google Google Snoopy Playmate. This thing was a giant. I mean, it was like the size of a legal pad, piece of plastic, this big old, I don't know, it wasn't a computer, but it was like a computerized toy. It had a speaker, it had a big start button, a listen button. Oh, yeah. And it had like seven game settings, and it played dozens of games. And, I, you know, it's probably... For lower elementary, um, I was probably in fourth or fifth grade when we got it. I mean, that's the thing. We All of us kids would get like one toy that we all had to share. I don't know if – you know, that's probably a big family thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, every button, his ear, both his hands, Woodstock, 
the three notes, his nose and the little button on his hat were all buttons. And you could play Simon, you could play music and it would record it and play it back. Um, Snoopy Playmate was awesome. Another one that came to mind when you were talking about uh, computer stuff was Merlin. Does that Merlin. ring a bell? Yeah, it was a yes, red. It looked it like does. a red early '90s cell phone. You know, like a full-on phone. It had buttons that lit up. Um, Merlin played games, blackjack, thirteen. Um, all these different, they not 21 for some reason it was blackjack 13. It played, uh, uh tic-tac-toe and all kinds of stuff. It was so cool. It came out yeah, in the late seventies. It, it looked like very futuristic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I remember that thing. That was a cool little, and it played I had a music. friend that had one. I didn't have one. I, I don't know yeah, how was, we got one. Man, state of the art. <laughs> so cool. That was like something from Logan's run too. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it, it's yeah. super eighties. I mean, even though it's late seventies, it's it's you can already tell the eighties is coming with a vengeance. Yeah. at this point. But uh, what was the third one? I can't remember. Yeah, the, the Snoopy thing, and then the Merlin. Yeah. I thought you had another one. Oh, right. oh, 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 oh! I would be amiss if I did not mention the Snoopy snow cone machine. Oh, dude. Snoopy snow cone machine. That was like the biggest thing in the world, and we finally got one. You you put the ice in the top. You turn the handle. You had a little round scoop that looked like a snow shovel, and you had syrups. And as long as the syrup lasted, it was wonderful. After that, though, it was crap. Yeah, it was just just ice, crappy. Yeah, I don't know though. I did like ice. Well, you know, speaking of ice, I got to say, mention this one: freeze dried ice cream. Yeah. When I was a kid, I lived down in Central Florida and would go to uh, NASA, and that was or not NASA. I'm sorry, Kennedy Space Center, and um, and we that was the first time I ever saw freeze dried ice cream, and I got some because it was a field trip, and we had money that we could spend, and I got freeze dried ice cream, uh. and it was the weirdest, craziest thing I've ever eaten. I love <laughs> ice cream, so I had to have it. Well, years later, I told my wife about this. Years later, she found online like apparently it's all over the place she found some freeze-dried ice cream and mm-hmm. bought some for me awesome. and gave it to me for christmas and so i and they even have freeze-dried ice cream sandwiches that's right that's right what's up with that it's awesome just <laughs> fyi you can usually get those things at any uh children's museum or science center just fyi yep it's true so it's true i yeah that's i don't stuff like it weird. as much as i like real ice cream though no i remember somebody told me about that and i called him a a ball face liar because I just did not believe because <laughs> my little mind could you not can't freeze dry ice cream. You can't do it. No, but it frill the, the, the astronauts eat it. They eat it and it's, it's not it's melting. Real. And I'm just, I couldn't fathom <laughs> that that was even possible. And then I saw it and I, I've still yet to track that person down and, um, and, and, um, <laughs> ask their forgiveness. Yeah. Okay. Um, just use the show. I've used shows for that. So that's true. That's true. <laughs> Whoever you were, I apologize. You were not a liar. You knew what you're talking about. And that pen, <laughs> that pen did write upside down. You were right. Um, figure I'd get all the space, space stuff in there at one time. Uh, Star Wars. I got to get into Star Wars because, dude, I was so into Star Wars. I didn't even know what Star Wars was. That's the funny thing. I wrote an article that you can still find on the retroist.com. Um, about how I got all this Star Wars stuff, but my mom would never let me see the movies. Mm. And so 
I got all these awesome characters. I had friends that played it and knew about it. And I would piece together what little bit I knew. And I would play with my Hoth playset. I had the Battle of Hoth mm-hmm. playset, but I had never no seen way. Empire Strikes Back. All I knew is that it was ice, and I'd seen the commercial because the, there was a bridge that fell down. If you pushed a button, there was another one that was a trap. Yep. Yep. And and I wasn't there a place for the um the monster that snow monster? No, guy? no. This was simply. A, oh, I thought there was a place where you could hang your hang Luke Skywalker upside no, down. No, no. This was if you look up the '80s Hoth playset. Let me look it up. I don't even know if that's what it was called. Uh, it was just where the guys would have been down in the ground. Uh, it was like a trench, and they. There no 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 that's oh, too and it advanced. had the little um the little gun turret yes yes it did are you have you found it I'm gonna look on Google Images that's no I'm just remembering best. I think my friend had it yep yeah and you could press a like one of the snow blocks somewhere and it would just pop pop the gun turret out or it would throw somebody okay. for a loop and then the the bridge would fall down yeah I'm not seeing it on on nope there it is. No, that's the one you were talking about, and that's not it. Um, anyway, point being that I didn't know any of the rules. And so, like, for instance, Obi-Wan Kenobi, I had one of him, and he had a cloth, you know, uh, robe yeah. on. And the little lightsaber that would come out of his forearm like he was dinking Wolverine or something. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, here's a picture. They all had that. I see it. Yeah, they did. There it is. It was called the Imperial Attack Base. So Google that. Man, so basic. Yeah, it had a little fort, and it was for the bad guys to be in, apparently. But um, I didn't know that, and I didn't have any of the bad guys. I just had uh, – anyway, point being, Ben Kenobi looked a lot like the Jawas and because they had little yeah. brown outfits on, and so he was their dad, and they were little kids. <laughs> That's awesome. And you know in the first movie – yeah. <laughs> In the first movie, um, when uh, C-3PO and R2-D2 are down in the, the, the guts of uh, the sand crawler there, um, there's this square-shaped robot that goes by, and he makes a sound. He has feet, two feet, and he has a gonk. blue body. Yeah, he's like, gonk, gonk. Um, I thought he was a Coke machine when I was a kid. I had him. <laughs> I thought that was his... Yeah. Well, yeah, because he had the little thing on the side. Yeah, he had a little circle in the front, and you could get a coke out of him. That's what I imagine. And I, I must have had all of the, you know, the ones that ended up on the dollar aisle, you know, because I didn't have any of the normal ones like Luke in a white outfit. I had Luke the fighter pilot. I didn't have Princess Leia. I had her in her fighting gear, you know, from Hoth. Um, And I didn't Mm. have C three PO. I had the stinking robot that they wheeled out in the first movie with all the arms. And so yeah, he, he was a gas. spider looking guy. Well, no, no, no. This was a big, tall tower looking dude. And he had all these little plastic yeah, hands he, that would come he out. You could kind of pull his arms out. Yes, right. yes. And, and he was a, he was, um, he was a gas station. Oh, <laughs> so that's all right. <laughs> I had the doctor one. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From, uh, it looks like he has a, a 50s microphone stuck to his head. Yeah. Yes. That was one of the very few I had if I had any. I might have actually taken that from my friend inadvertently, of course. Uh, um, that's funny. 
Yeah. All right. So yeah, my Hoth playset is actually called the Imperial Attack Base. So Imperial Attack Base. Yeah. Well, hey, I'm going to move on into something here. It's a little bit different because I didn't really get Star Wars for Christmas. I may have. I don't remember. I think I got a Y-wing fighter once or something, oh. but um, I didn't really have a lot of the Star Wars stuff. My friend Chucky down the street had a bunch of it, and we would do some fun stuff with his with his set. We'd build tunnels in the sand and all that fun stuff. But anyways, I got this Sony, I think it was the PXL 2000. It was a um, a video camera, black oh. and white video camera that recorded everything onto a cassette tape, and it would record it at a really high speed, so that's, I guess, how it got the the video on it but man i made my own little movies we're talking circa 1987 or 88 i guess wow. i don't know um made a made a music video to guns and roses sweet child of mine with my <laughs> friend david <laughs> it was seven seconds long <laughs> it was awesome unless you yeah, had a long was two tapes long yeah <laughs> i would i would get the 90 minute tapes yeah it, it would run through them so fast so um but yeah, the, the PXL 2000. I still have that thing too, and I have the tapes. And so I need to get them and put them on YouTube whenever I get awesome. some copious awesome. free time. That'd be awesome. I can't. <laughs> can you believe the crap we had to go through? The the limits they had to stretch our pitiful technology to. <laughs> to Man, to make anything. Fun. Nowadays, that's like a that's like a camera that you'll find in something. Which, by the way, I need to tell you about something in a little bit. Yeah, like like for instance, next. my daughter wants to get this dumb Barbie that has a stinking video camera in her, and uh, stuck in her chest. Something, I guess. I don't even know. I don't like the idea. For some reason, it just chafes me. <laughs> but uh, I'm like, I don't. I want can take pictures with my Barbie with my cleavage. It's awesome. I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand. But uh, okay, I. <laughs> Like I said, I've said before, we were kind of we we're kind of poor, and uh, my mom, she's the kind that is always falling. All right, you'll go to Walmart, and I remember five or six weeks after the Lion King came out in theaters, the the Lion Prince came out on VHS. Yes, you know these these knockoff <laughs> yes. movies, you know from thirty years back or or some third world country. My mom's the kind that always falls for those and buys them. And so she must have what she must have done cuz on Christmas day what I she told me I got you I, I guess I heard her overheard her she says I got you um a X-wing fighter and a um and a and a stinking uh oh boy what what is it the uh tie fighter duh um I got you one of each you know and I was like, oh, my gosh, because those were, like, un, uh, unobtainable. They were just unobtainable. Christmas, yeah. Christmas morning, I open them up, and I, I, I get the, the boxes is smaller than I thought they would be. But I'm like, oh, that's okay. You know, I don't know anything. I'm a kid. I crack open the boxes. Dude, they're model kits. They're stinking oh, model kits. no. Fail. That's why they were so cheap, I Mom. They were model kits. <laughs> so... I had yeah, the, you got to put them together yourself, and oh, you won't let me have the clue. I was like eight years old, you know, and these are level four, you know, five stars, however they rate them, you know, it's for teenagers. I never did put those jokers together correctly. I wanted the TIE fighter that when you push the dumb button, the wings fell off, you know? I yeah. Almost, I almost bought one at Target right the other the day because they sell them now. Seriously, you yeah. should have. 
They even sell them in the it's same not box. Not as good as the ones that we had when we were younger. No, of course not. Do they really? Yeah, no. they, they do. They they have them in the same style of box where you can't see the toys inside. It's just the box printed on the outside. Yep, that's cool. Those were the days, man. Because nowadays you have to see the toy. All the displays you have to see and be able to touch oh, yeah. the toy and, and and reach your finger through the package and press the button that says yeah. "Try me." And so, in order to accomplish that, we have to have fifty pounds of of metal twist ties that will break your fingers in half when you try <laughs> to undo them. My freaking daughter got a, a dumb uh, Rapunzel Barbie doll that had more gear holding that thing to that plastic backing <laughs> than I think my plasma TV had. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> nice. Seriously, they're hiring yeah. people to, you know, put more, I don't know, more engineering into the dumb packaging. It's like, put them in a box and just be done. You know, you used to be Watch able to open the lid and dump out a few plastic bags. That was it. You know, full of your stuff. But no, now. Anyway, go yeah, ahead. It's a box. It's just in a box and you just dumped it. And that's right. You had good, um, good art on the outside. That's all you yeah. had. Well, I, I'm going to run through through three real quick. Okay. And these are geek toys just because I, I'm a gamer. And these, believe it or not, all came from my wife. Okay. Um, I got the PlayStation. I got the PS3. Not all at the same time. And I got an Xbox. Those were all Christmas gifts throughout the past 13 years that awesome. I've been married. So. Awesome. I've, um, had, I've had to buy all mine myself. Yeah, we, we were talking about it tonight, and, I, and she said, yeah, I bought the, the Xbox too. And I thought, nah, I think I bought it. But she gave me the money to buy it. So uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like, Honey, wow. even the money you make was- is my money, okay? So, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, no. This this is when she was a school teacher. So oh. she had, she's. I don't know how she does it. She she makes stuff and sells things. So even you know while she's stay at home mom, a full time mom, or she still she still acquires money somehow. I don't know. Maybe she's skimming some. She does all the uh, yeah. the finances. So does maybe she she's have skimming an something store? off the top. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Oh. Um, she just she just. She makes she she bakes cakes and you know when she makes money from that she'll she'll save it up throughout the year and she's got a lot more self control than I do because whenever I have cash I spend it. Uh, I was gonna say whenever I have but cake I eat cash. it. So <laughs> you eat it too. That's why I could not I could not work for Ace of Cakes, dude. I'd be delivering the cake. But I don't know what happened, man. It fell into it was, my mouth. It was beautiful. <laughs> You should have seen it. I got a picture. <laughs> I don't know, but they're mad and they want another one. And yeah, I the video camera crew has disappeared as well because <laughs> they videotaped it. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna get into some sad Christmas presents because I went through a few years where I didn't have any friends. I, well, I had friends. I would. I had just moved. I had moved somewhere to Mm. go, you know, just get grown up or something. And I was kind of poor and I was a starving artist and, and my mom, you know, was kind of, I guess, trying to break the, the the strings. And so anyway, I ended up back at my mom's house with my brothers and stuff for one Christmas because I didn't have anybody to go with. And I think it was, you know, because Jen, I was with Jen, but she would go home for Christmas because she was a college student and all this. Anyway, long story short, when I came home from Christmas, all I had was a toilet 
bank that you threw the money bank? into the bowl and pushed the button and it would flush your money into mm. a holding area. Um, so I had that and I had a couple of action figures from God knows what. I, again, my mom was the kind that was fooled by the knockoffs. And so she probably thought it, they were, you know, like actual collectibles, but I don't even know what they were. Yeah. They were like, he, he dude, you know, or something. So the story doesn't, yeah. the story doesn't in there. I was so depressed and so tired from my journey home. I left everything in the car and went up to my apartment to go to bed. When I came back down, someone had broken into my car and stolen all of my Christmas presents. <laughs> So even oh, the, man. The, the crap that I hated five minutes ago, suddenly I was longing for my toilet, <laughs> you know, my toilet <laughs> bank. <laughs> like you curse you, you know. And then I was like, "Well, it's like that." If you like that, then you needed it worse than I did. So <laughs> it's like that that song that they always play at Christmas, which really has nothing to do with Christmas, except he says Christmas in it. And, and he's singing, and 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 the snow turns into rain. Mm. I don't know what's. I don't even know who sings it. You know what I hate? Let's you rant for a minute. Blah, blah, blah. Let's rant about Christmas. Let's rant. Let's rant about Christmas songs that try to make you feel guilty that it's Christmas time. <laughs> yeah. I hate that crap. I'm gonna buy these shoes for my mama, please. Yeah. My freak, your mom is dying, and you're gonna buy her shoes. You don't know your mom's shoe size. You're six freaking years old. Get a life, people. That song is not sad. That kid was a shyster. He pulls that junk every day. <laughs> every Christmas. <laughs> Sir, I'd like to buy these shoes. Uh, My you mom know, is a, dying. That's so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> or the grown-up Christmas list one. Oh. That, come on. Yes. No more tears to blah, blah, blah. Mm. No more something. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron Neville. Okay, let's go Aaron on Neville. to Do They Know It's Christmas Time at All? The only snow they'll see or the only is their own tears and the kids are dying and this, that, and the other. And do they know oh, it's Christmas like time at all? <laughs> we oh, depression. The world. Let them know it's – I actually like that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> that one I remember that one explicitly. Well, when I, it came I, out I understand the point, but Bono and Boy George and all oh. those. I just liked it because of the guys that were singing in it. Okay, well, not necessarily Boy George. I never was a fan of him, but now I'm going to just rant on crap, and I thought, crappy Christmas okay. songs, and it's this one. <laughs> um, simply having a wonderful Christmas time. The party's up. Dum, 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 dum. The something's crap. Dum, 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 dum. Simply, I hate that echoing. Yes, oh, stop. You're too good at it. Oh, it just drives me crazy. How about this one? Last Christmas, I gave, I gave you my heart. heart. The very next day, you gave it away. This year, oh, I give it to someone special. Oh my lord! Oh, we're talking. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, what's oh? Don't even start. All, my wife just gave me a really weird look. They're all terrible. 
all of them except for like the the new one, you know, the old ones. I'm talking about Frosty the Snowman and anything by Burl Ives. Burl Ives. Yes. Yes. High five, man. Right there. I'm with you. And some of the new even, stuff even that comes Silver out and okay. Gold, which is my least favorite one, you know, Silver and Gold, Silver yes. and Gold on the Christmas tree. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I can handle it all. The oh, only man. one I don't like on that show, uh, Rudolph Red Nose Reindeer, is uh, why am I such a nitwit? <laughs> <laughs> you can't fire me. I... The toy. <laughs> Thank you, John. <laughs> Do it again. That one guy doesn't sing anything, does he? No. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> Where are we? Let's, let's say something about the island of misfit toys. <laughs> oh, I just want to say... I'm not a polka-dotted elephant. I'm a gem in the box. And that's sad. <laughs> that's awesome. Yes, yes. Why don't I fit in? I'm a dentist. So I'm a dentist. <laughs> yeah, he's a dentist, all right. Ah, uh, okay. The, one of the more geekier things that I got, um, and we're getting a little closer to now, before iPods came out, MP3s were, you know, in existence and there was this period of time yeah. where you had no way to play them really unless you burned them as audio dip files, you know, on a CD. Wait, file, right. Yeah. And then you'd find out you could only get like four of them on a disc. So it was a pain in the rear. There was no MP3 players to be found. There was no such thing. Uh and if there were, they were just beyond anything we would know about. But I yeah, found beyond affordable I found a disc player, a portable, what looked like a CD player, that would play an MP3 data disc. Oh, yes. my Lord. It was beautiful. I, you could burn like your whole MP3 world on one disc and then just have access to it. Now, it was nightmare. <laughs> there was no such thing as playlists. There was no such thing as pausing and, and starting up right where you were. You know, like right. if you were listening to an audio book and it was one three hour file, if you stopped <laughs> it or turned off your car to go get gas, dude, you had to fast forward 10 seconds at a time to get back, you know, where you were going. You had to hold that button down. Yep. Oh, it was a pain. Hold in the it rear. down so it didn't skip to the next. But yeah, huh. <laughs> dude, that's what we had. That's what we had. I'm trying to remember the first MP3 player I had. It, oh, it was. I got it right. The Muvo, the Nomad, Creative Nomad Muvo was a like a key drive yeah. that went into this blue base and it hung around your neck. And that was my first MP3 player. It's like 65 bucks. Wow. It's crazy. Dude, that's, that's more advanced than what I had. It had like 128 my, my megs first- of RAM on it and that was it. But still, you could store songs on it. That's awesome. Or use it as a flash drive if you wanted, right? Yep, yep. <clears throat> it would constantly erase itself, but we won't talk about that. It mm. ran on one AAA I, battery. Yes, and you'd have to replace it every three hours. Yes. <laughs> if you listen to music. Thank you. <laughs> I, I Sticking along with the um, the music theme here, my first iPod – touch which i got last year for christmas came from my wife uh and that was 
I, that was really my first iPod. I mean, I guess I had a, I had a generation four something that that somebody gave me at work so that I could start listening to nobody's listening. But oh. my my iPod that I got for Christmas, total geeky, loved it. Man, would started downloading apps the day I got it and haven't stopped since. So. Uh, see, all my best geeky gifts lately, I've had to earn the money for. So the mm. the, the the one gift though that brought me to tears. And I think it was after, you know, it was definitely after I'd gotten married. I'd had a, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know why it struck me, but I unwrapped. We were, we were staying with my sister and her husband for, for Christmas. You know, we're with them. We're all open our gifts. And I unwrapped a fossil character Buzz Lightyear watch. And for some reason, that gift was so uh, – it was something I'd wanted. Maybe it was all my childhood of wanting things and never getting them, you know, and and, th- and all the weird gifts all the years. But I, I, I got emotional about that Joker. And wow. I just looked at my wife and I just could not believe that she had done that for me, that she cared enough that, you know, somehow knew. And, and it ruined every other Christmas for her. Because mm. for the last ten years, she's been trying to recreate <laughs> that moment, <laughs> and she can't do it because I I buy my own stuff, and she can't afford oh. the stuff I want. And and uh, poor thing, she always wow. she always refers back to that. Like that was so awesome that I would got exactly what you want. I'm like, I think that was it. That was all that that, that it was gonna be. I knew you loved me, and and now I take it for granted, like I'm supposed to, and you know I've moved on. So, <laughs> but anyway, it was awesome. Um, John, do we have a moment wow. for uh, for some chat room stuff we'd mentioned earlier to the chat room. We'd love to get some of there. I got one. Okay, go ahead. More. The chat room, get ready. Them. Uh, to to get ready. throw down your geeky gifts from your past. Okay, go, John, go. I got – this is the most geeky and awesome gift that I didn't like when I first got it. Oh. I had told my wife when I was younger that I love Space Camp. I love the movie. I always wanted to go, and I just, I just thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Well, she did some research, and I didn't know about all this. She did some research and found out that they have a space camp for grown-ups. It's called Space Academy. And a few years ago, she gave me this gift. I mean, she bought it. She went online, booked it, everything, and gave it to me. And I got it, and I looked at it. I was like, you know, because you don't want to be a jerk and say, why are you giving me this? But inside I was saying, I'm an adult now. Adults don't go to space camp. <laughs> and I was so and, – and it, I got it in December, and I had to wait all the way till September to go to the space oh, camp. Oh, wow. So it was like it was like almost the whole year would pass by. And so I was kind of dreading it, and I was like <laughs> – I, I got it, and I, so I was like, oh. Because so, you actually stay there on the yeah, campus. You you're stay you're watching the, the movie. Stages. You're like, there's nobody here over 15. Oh. <laughs> this is going to yeah, be like, terrible. Everybody's going to think I'm an ultimate geek and a stupid dork, and I can't tell anybody I got this gift. And people, you know, people always talk about what you get for Christmas, and uh, you know, even even when you're 32 or whatever. And so I, I, I oh, I, I got a trip to space camp, and and I got this other stuff, and um, what, what? And so September rolls around. What? What'd you get? What'd you get? What September was that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, nothing. I just, you know, it's this thing, space camp stuff. And it's, but I got this awesome watch, and it's really sweet. It's a fossil. Um, and so September rolls around, and I go, 
and I have the most amazing, awesome time. I mean, I, I even driving into the place, I was like, oh, this is, I'm, I'm such a dork. I can't believe I'm doing this. And we're getting our pictures taken in front of the space shuttle and, um, and, and just, you know, the shirts they give us. And I'm like, I'm such a dweeb. I can't believe I'm here. And then like the next day, cause you get there later in the afternoon, the next day we're going through these simulations and doing this stuff. And I'm just totally geeking out and, and awesome. acting like a little, a little kid. And it was that was probably one of my gifts. It's it's crazy. You get something and you don't really realize how much you're going to appreciate it and be thankful for it. But that's probably one of the most amazing gifts that well, I've ever gotten. It's definitely were, the most geeky. That was the first time, yeah, that you were face to face with your own geekiness, <laughs> and it was frightening. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's exactly it's it. like looking yeah. into the soul of the TARDIS. You just can't do it and be the same. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Nice analogy. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. That That's was, what they that was it. And then I was with other people that were geeks, and and you know what? I I, I felt like I belonged, and it was Sweet. great. So, well, um, chat room yeah. has oh. been chiming in. Uh, chivalry is that right? Chivalry Bean. Chivalry. Yeah, he says yeah, I, I got. A, he says I got a Star Wars Gigapet, the Rancor. And it was nice. It was great for kids because you fed it dancing girls for snacks. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> no way. <laughs> he says I kept it alive for ninety-seven days. I forgot about it just one day when I went to the beach, and it stinking died. I don't know what oh, would have happened at ninety-nine or a hundred days because there was only room for two digits in its lifespan. I couldn't get myself to do it over again. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's only three and a half months. Come on. Uh, you could do it again. I know you still got it. Uh, Terminator says a few years back, I got a voice controlled R2D2. I still have it and it dances, oh. but I forgot all the voice commands. So I only remember how to teach him how to dance. That would suck. <laughs> dance R2 dance. Get me a soda. Crap. That didn't work. Uh, poop. No, that didn't work. So you have to, you have to call it names and hit it on the head. It'll do anything you tell it to do. Uh, Christmas 1980, ESB Twin Pod Cloud Car, Darth Vader's Star Destroyer, and about a dozen Kenner figures. I made an AT-AT that walked out of my uh, robo robotics, robotics and set, and yes, I was spoiled. Yeah, no joke. Twin Pod Cloud Car. Dang, nice. dude. I bet it came with two characters Dr. and everything. Quest. Stinking. Yeah. Came with what's his name with the weird earmuffs that were, yeah, whatever that guy's name was. You probably had him too, James, didn't you? Yeah, oh yeah, I had all of that. Not, um, yeah, I got the model <laughs> kit. I got to look at it while you <laughs> played with it. Uh, Norwegian girl says I got the creepy crawlers and a magic set. That was about as geeky as I got. I don't know, girl geek, man. You know, I I think the uh, the 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 was it the the light bulb oven thing. Now I've totally forgotten. What oh yeah. Easy bake. Yeah. Easy bakes got some geek cred to it. Cause especially if you yeah. ate what you made. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I always tried melting crayons in the thing and stuff. <laughs> oh Lord. Um, I got, yeah. Uh, no, mini James, I'm going to skip what you wrote, but I want to give you credit for this idea. Did you ever get really excited about something that you unwrapped as a kid only to find out that your grandma put it in a cool box, but it was like a sweater oh. inside. 
Yeah. <laughs> there is a terrible video on – it's terribly funny, but it's a video on YouTube about a kid. He's opening an Xbox, oh. and he thinks it's an Xbox in there. He's just getting so excited and pumped up, and he opens it, and I think it is like a sweater. And he oh. kid just – everything he can to not cry on camera. It's like, oh. It's funny, but you hate it at the same time. So Yeah, my mom would wrap individual pairs of socks as gifts. And so you'd open oh, 13 pairs of socks, and you'd be so excited because you had all these gifts. <laughs> 32 gifts under the tree. 13 of them are the same size. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, I got, I got, you know, I got suckered every year. It ran in the family. All right, real quick, I want to tell uh, – John, tell us about a video. We're going to go through our video, topics yes. real quick. Video. Okay. There's a video that you can find on YouTube. It's uh, the group is called iBand, and they're from North Point Community Church, and they have this. And I, you'll, the link will be in the show notes. But they play the song completely with instruments that you can find on either an iPod Touch or an iPad or an iPhone. It's awesome, and uh, it's pretty sweet. It's seven minutes long, really cool, good sound of music as a Christmas thing. So get you right in the geeky Christmas spirit. Sweet. Um, Infinity Blade is a great new game on the iPod and the iTouch. It's just ripping up the internets. Um, and I had mentioned wanting that game. And uh, lo and behold, Eric Fisher, uh, our good yes. friend over from Wellness Break Radio, one of the NL Cast Network shows, uh, gifted that to John and I. So very, very, yeah. very cool. I have yet to play it. I have downloaded it, but I, you know, it's podcast day. I didn't have time, but I'm looking forward to that. So thank yeah. you, Eric Fisher. Go check out Wellness Break Radio today. I also downloaded a retro game. Man, when we were talking about games, I forgot completely about this PC game I used to play. It was the first one that had live video uh, in with the uh, with the graphics. It was called Seventh Guest, and it was a oh. It was basically a puzzle game, but it was a scary one. It was supposed to be scary. Oh, and it was. Now (laughs) it's laughable. But uh, I got it on. Really? I got it on the iPad. I had to download it. And me and Jennifer's brother, Tim, my wife's brother, uh, we used to play that junk all the time. And uh, it's awesome. So it's in there, and I'm I'm playing it. It's it's seventh guest. Seventh. That guess. was a, yeah. I remember when that came out. That that came about at the time that Full Throttle and some of that other yep, stuff came out. And, and all that. Yep. Yep. So there you go. Well, I have one thing that I want to share with you. Okay. It's not a TV. It's it's actually a toy. Remember last week how we were reviewing the different stuff on Think Geek, and one of them was a helicopter with a camera in it. Yeah. And we thought, oh, that's crappy, dude. My my buddy Chuck at work forwarded this me to the, this to me uh, the other day, and I totally didn't make the relation the correlation. But there is something called the AR drone RC helicopter. Okay, and it comes. It's it's like that dragonfly we were talking about. It has four propellers. It's even got propeller guards so that you can fly it in the house. Yeah. This thing is not controlled with a remote control. It's controlled with your, with your stinking iPod. That's the one iPhone. I was you talking about last week. Yeah, they had these in oh, Spain. dude. Yeah. Oh, they, these things are freaking awesome. That's the one I was talking about. I they wanted got cameras to have a, two of them. Oh, I, wa- I didn't know it had a camera, but I wanted it to have a crane hand. That's the only thing I was wanting on it. Well, you can hook a string up to it. Dude, I was so excited about this. I said, I got to tell James. I didn't email you, but. Um, What's the price they, tag it, on it's it? It's got two cameras in it, 300 bucks. Ah! But That's the app what... is free. <laughs> the yeah, app is free. Stinking better be. 
Could but you- it's got two cameras on it. And here's where it's cool. This is what the AR is. It uses the augmented reality. So the two of you, two people have one. You actually fight with them. Okay, so they got these little RF or, or infrared laser beams in them. And so while you're watching your iPod, if you shoot a missile at your <gasps> buddy who's got one of these, you'll see a missile fly on your screen and hit his hit his thing. And when you get hit, it just spins around uncontrollably. Oh. Okay. You can find all sorts of awesome links and stuff on YouTube, but this thing is the most awesome. So it streams uh, the video ever. to the iPad, iTouch. Streams the video. Oh, see, that's yeah. exactly what we're talking about. I, you can control it with your iPad or your or the touch. Oh. Um, okay. It, uh, yeah, shoots a little machine gun junk out. You're getting a live video feed. I'm going to have to um, pray about it that It uses one. Wi-Fi. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, here, get this. It uses the um, accelerometer. You can, like, tilt it back and forth. And your stinking little airship tilts back and forth. <laughs> I'm geeking out big time right now. Seriously. Oh, yeah. I just want to play with one though. That's like when the Optimus Prime toy came out. It was like sixty bucks. I just wanted to transform oh, it yeah. one time. I didn't want to buy it. I just wanted to play with it once. And that's what I would do with this thing. I would like to borrow it from a friend, run it around the house, land it on some curly-headed guy's head so that the propellers <laughs> get all tangled up in his nasty curly hair and then I'd be done that's, that's, I'd want to shoot somebody that's it that's all you need to do oh. see it's funny it's very cool very I'm geeking cool. out about a foam flight thing but now I suddenly flash back to 1985 when I was at the mall and there was a salesman two salesmen about 50 feet apart throwing these gigantic foam airplanes to each yes. other doing flips in the air and then you buy one and you get it outside and it crashes and the wings fall off. Yep. (laughs) You can't do crap with it. You try gluing them and the glue would melt the wings. You can't use that kind of glue on an airplane that's made of styrofoam. Oh man, let me read this email and we'll get out of here. Man, we've gone long, but it's a good, it's been an awesome show. Hey James, with regard to your conversation about the IT crowd and where you obtained it, I wanted to give you some code language to use next time. He says, I've obtained some entertainment from similar sources, as I assume you were avoiding referencing to. There's an actual city called Torrance, California. It's pronounced the same as Torrance, <laughs> except you tend to emphasize the final T in Torrance. Uh, also picked up a fun code name from a radio host in London named uh, Lane Lee, who talked about watching U.S. shows. Um, that he hadn't techni- that hadn't technically aired in the UK. He would talk about his uncle Don, uh, my uncle Don Lode. <laughs> so he says, <laughs> I I prefer the visual poetry of the female spelling Dawn. So I prefer saying I got it from my aunt Dawn in Torrance, California. My aunt Don Lode <laughs> nice. in Torrance, California. Keep up the great show. Cheers, Jared Miller. All right, R I A A. Get him, Jared Miller. <laughs> so anyway, that'll, <laughs> Way fin- to go. that'll finish up our show this week. Um, <clears throat> no warnings, no extra stuff this week. We're going to get out of here. Uh, email is brokia at nlcast.com. Twitter, tw- follow us on Twitter and Facebook, twitter.com slash nlcast, facebook.com slash nlcast. Call us, 2095-NLCAST. Sponsor an episode for only $5. Check out all the podcasts at nlcast.com. Leave us a review in iTunes, and uh, we'll see you guys not next week, but next year. 
broke you. Take that, you freaky curly headed guy. Yeah, Merry, Merry <laughs> Kwanzaa Hanukkah.